welcome back to a new episode of Hollywood Horrors. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Talavera. I'm Ileana Mays. And I'm Kiara DeMary. Today's episode, Manson Mania, discusses on the book Helter Skelter, a book centered around the series of homicidal murders within California. Based on the Manson murders case that the Manson family perpetrators have caused these Manson family, a cult of people who follow Charles Manson, a transcendentalist leader, essentially commit many homicides within California due to his idiosyncratic thought processes and his methods as well as investigators were on were on their toes and knees just trying to figure out how these murders were increasing and to see who were in reality were the true perpetrators when in doubt it was the Manson family. LSD and marijuana really made the 60s what it was. Since these murders took place in 1969, the insight on drug culture and Cult culture is very important when understanding why they did what they did. In this time, a lot of people were trying to find new ways to explore pressure and drugs was the easiest and most obvious choice. Although illegal, they are very easy to get. In aspect of this, it also caused cults to rise as well. Many groups began to attract each other because mostly college-age kids would not like the simple way of just following rules and would try to rebel against society, which was a really big idea in the 60s and early 70s. So they began cults like the Mason family. The Mason family is a good example of the mixture of these two cultures, especially with bands like the Beatles rising and their music being taken as such, and with the Mason family being a group of drug addicts that came together because of broken homes, they ended up becoming a cult and serial killers, essentially. Vincent Bugliosi and Kurt Gentry are American lawyers and now authors that retell the story of the Manson murders that occurred in California in dreadful yet mysterious tones to people interested in criminology to generate hysteria and reveal the true story of the murders. Within Helter Skelter, authors generated generated a voice in which captivated the readers within its hysterical ambiance. Such can be said through its imagery as its imagery was very gory, morbid, and tactless, yet plentiful, which helped implement hysteria. The imagery provided from the book Helter Skelter becomes quite vivid as it doesn't hold back on its details or flower up any of its gory depictions in the insanity of the perpetrators. For example, within the book, there are some pieces from the book that state, I don't care if you're going to have a baby. You had better be ready. You're going to die and I don't feel anything about it. In a few minutes, I killed her and she was dead. This quote helps perpetuate that 
the serial killers within the Manson family did not hold back against their homicidal victims. Within this quote helps demonstrate how imagery portray hysteria through its um, its plentiful details and allows the audience to essentially generate their own imagination through these details themselves. We can essentially say that they become cognizant of how the serial killers essentially think and they can even tantalize their own thought processes and put themselves within the situations in which the uh, serial, the homicide. This, uh, in turn, is because of psychological influences from the human brain itself. From an article called Conversion Hysteria Towards a Cognitive Neuropsychological Accounts from the website Oxford Academic, it states that the functional blindness of both hysterical and hypnotic varieties involves a dissociation between awareness and function of the kind which occurs specifically in subjects with blind sight and more generally in circumstances in which implicit psychological processes survive while explicit functions are impaired. What this states essentially is that you can think and feel something very explicitly, yet subconsciously you are thinking or feeling some other type of way. This helps implement how the audience is going through their emotions as they, as they read Helter Skelter. This essentially, uh, this essentially helps with the imagery because I think one thing, like uh, how the murders are killing the, act the actress, Sharon Tate, as she's pregnant, and subconsciously think that it's so gruesome and dis and vo volatile that such depictions are just um, they're just so gruesome that they can picture it themselves that they're right there in the scene. And this helps generate even more hysteria as it really exceeds their emotions and and undoubtedly influences their whole thought process. The author's tone throughout the book is very gruesome and mysterious. This helps put the audience in a place of suspense and and helps with the idea of a murder which in itself is suspenseful. An example of this is a quote from the book saying, it was reported that Frank Sinatra was in hiding, that Mia Farrow wouldn't attend her friend Sharon's funeral because a relative explained Mia was afraid she would be next, that Tony Bennett had moved from his bungalow on the grounds of the Beverly Hills Hotel to an inside suite for greater security, that Steve McQueen was now kept a, now kept a weapon under the front seat of his sports car, that Jerry Lewis had installed an alarm system in his home complete with a closed-circuit TV. Connie Stevens later admitted that she turned her Beverly Hills home into a fortress because of the because of the Sharon Tate murders that scared the daylights of everyone. Bugliosi 72. This affects the audience because the murder itself were gruesome and the author's tone really represents that by not shying away from anything essentially and giving all of it in a matter of fact tone as if you were in a courthouse yourself. Also, 
this creates the feeling of suspense because you really don't know what's going to happen next until it's told to you. And it generates this idea of fear and hysteria within the people around these murders and part of the murders as you are in the place of a prosecutor and then an investigator and then um, and then the killer. The author does this on purpose because, you know, it is a mystery book in it. In an article given by writersrelief.com, it states that to create a, a good mystery book, you have to key into emotional fear. Some characters' greatest fear will be losing a loved one or discovering a spouse is cheating or blurting a friend's secret by accident. Find out what your character is afraid of emotionally. Then, you knew this was coming, see what happens when that character is given a taste or a heap of what he, she fears most. This the author does this because the people in the book fear death the most. They're all afraid that they're going to be killed. And they exploit this because the author exploits this because it talks about not only one, but two murders that happened within week within a week of each other that scared the daylights out of everyone, to put it simply. And it created that hysteria and fear that gothicism is that gothicism is a big part of. In Elter Skelter, the use of authors' methods to display views and how they expected us to interpret or make us feel is through diction. They show Charles Manson's massacres through a word through a way of words that drag the audience into the gothicity of these killings. The author uses this kind of diction to drag in this heartless notion of emptiness that was obviously created by the Manson family. This immerses the readers into the investigation themselves and leaves you in a whirlwind of hysteria. The author really identifies the altitude of the murders by the Manson family in a way that kind of introduces cold-blooded imagery. In Halter Skelter, Bogliosi exemplifies this narration when he says, She had wanted to cut out the baby. They wanted to take out the eyes of the people and squash them against the walls. We were going to mutilate them, but we didn't have a chance to. Bugliosi, 126. These were words said by the killers themselves, and in Helter Skelter, the diction created by the author shows psychological sources that target the human psyche when it comes to topics that relentlessly describe unfathomable circumstances. This really correlates with the diction and how the author can affect the audience with the cognitive changes that result after reading such gruesome details. This also really fantasizes hysteria in such a way that enforces these occurrences in the mind that generate underlying hysterical thoughts or what most consider goosebumps or being uncomfortable with the information preceded, being processed. In the article called While Michelle McMara Was Hunting the, Gate, the Golden State Killer, Her Own Life Was Falling Apart on the website Mamma Mia by Helen Vinnick, she states a quote from, Mc, from Michelle McMara herself saying that he can't hurt me, I say, not realizing that in every sleepless hour and every minute spent hunting him and not cuddling my daughter, he already has. The diction used by McMart can tug on the fact that her obsession with murder really led her to her to violence of her own. The author definitely includes this in their analysis because of McMart's biography to display the fact that her hysteria caused her own obsessions and led her down this loophole. 
The author in Bugliosi, I could say, really used similar diction to help the audience almost relive the circumstances that the that these individuals were put through or being or putting other three people through. This author uses their diction to inform the audience in being aware of the psychological breaks that can come with the infatuation of murder and gothicism. Overall, this was effective to the audience because it reaches an extent to the reader's imagination through the circumstances being presented and the way they are being shown to the world. These authors use these authors use many vividly descriptive methods to help the readers understand these fortunate unfortunate situations as if they lived them themselves. American lawyers and certain authors like Vincent Bugliosi and Kurt Gentry definitely reiterate the story of the Manson murders that happened in California in a gruesome yet oblivious tone that involve people who are interested in true crime and generates hysteria that decloses the real story of the murders. So what does the darkness of this story suggest about society? I can definitely say that it suggests society feeds into fear and fear is being fed by fear because the general public and the people who are causing the mass hysteria, they're all led by one thing, which is fear and having obsession with the fear because people only fear because they're obsessed with it. So I feel like that really leads to everything. And that's kind of full circle of why mass hysteria is the way it is in society. Mm-hmm. I also agree because um with this sad obsession with like dark elements or darkness of pieces like Helter Skelter, for instance, people become very tantalized with not only hysteria, but other exceeding emotions. This uh, obsession uh, really just influence and influences them to become very uh, uh, excited about these criminal true crime stories or even more gothic idealism i agree i think that it says a lot about how really impacts the people like how drug culture and cult culture and even how the beatles tied into this entire thing by like implementing the idea of a race war or a revolution it really says a lot about how easily how easily people are manipulated into thinking crazy things because me and you probably would say like oh i would never fall into a cult like that but you know many people when isolated or or just coming into their own are very easily manipulative and it's seen a lot throughout this book so how does hysteria contribute to american myths and the american identity itself hysteria essentially can be the origin of many American myths and many American identities. Because um, with hysteria itself, it generates fear within the general populace. These myths can also create certain identities and these identities are implicated upon people within our society and make them uh, stressed and um, other uh, implications psychologically or physically depending on how detrimental the situation is hysteria is like myths are hysteria itself a form of it like most myths and superstition are a form of people's hysteria towards certain things like bad luck 
or generational trauma or things like that. And it really does fuel a myth and it keeps a myth going for as long as it does. And it also like it's part of American identity because literally America is obsessed with this, like with gothicism, with horror, with mystery. And that in itself is a form of hysteria, like, you know, what's really going to happen next, like things people uh, like Americans specifically are obsessed with things that don't make sense because it's so far out there that it just might be true. And that in itself is a form of hysteria. And that is American culture. I can agree. Unknown is what hysteria is. And those hysterical thoughts definitely create myths in our day and age and also create the American identity because without hysteria, we wouldn't be American. We wouldn't be like this identity that we claim to have as Americans wouldn't be what it is without having mass hysteria. It's like a balance of hell and heaven almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you guys recommend the book? And if if not, why not? I can honestly say I definitely, in my personal opinion, would not recommend the book for someone like me because I feel like in Helter Skelter, I wasn't able to latch on in the beginning and stay for the full ride. I have to agree with your statement because for me, um, the book is very digressive. So you sometimes muddle the ideas that they're trying to show you. But I understand that there is vivid imagery within its um, very detailed investigate investigative uh, sentences, but it still doesn't help its overall construction of the book. Because I would say if you're into more of the case study or like the step by step of true crime, I will recommend the book for you. But if you're really... Um, action mystery person i wouldn't thank you so much both of you and this concludes our episode